Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about launching. So if you've been following along with what we've been chatting about for the last couple of weeks, you know that if you are thinking about expanding your streams of income and maybe starting to coach or teach and putting an offer out there, or even if you're thinking about launching a Patreon, this is the episode for you. Before we dive into the juicy stuff all about launching, I want to mention one thing, and that is if you're still not sure exactly how or in what capacity you want to expand your streams of income and you're not sure what kind of offer you should launch, I highly encourage you to go take the quiz that Brie Noble and I created that will help you determine just that. So you can take the quiz by heading to katiezacardi.com slash quiz, and we also go in depth on this on last week's episode. So If you heard last week's episode, you're right on track, you're in the right place. If you haven't listened yet and you haven't taken the quiz yet, I recommend pausing that, pausing this and doing that really, really quick because it's going to give you a little bit more context for this episode and just allow you to move forward faster and better implement what we're going to talk about today. So like I said, today we're going to talk about launching. So after last week's episode or taking the quiz, you might be feeling really confident, and I hope you are, about what you are going to introduce into your business and the new stream of income. uh, If you want to call it a side hustle, you could call it that. Don't really love the word hustle, but Basically, the the new thing that you're going to be adding to your business to dramatically expand your stream of income, bring in more money, and allow yourself more time and money freedom by being able to do that. So it would be easy, quote unquote, to just show up and post the thing and make a post saying, hey, I'm coaching now, hire me. (laughs) Or, hey, my Patreon is open, join it. But this is the thing. A launch is really, really important to consider here, and we're going to talk about why right now. If you do just plop your thing out there and then leave it hoping that it's going to get results, that is a mistake. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, procrastinate and you shouldn't take messy action and you shouldn't just put your stuff out there because you definitely should. However, when we are launching something, especially a new stream of income or a new offer that our audience isn't familiar with, in order to get the best results, it's really important that you implement a launch into your strategy and don't just toss it out there. The reason for this is because if you do just toss it out there, what's most likely going to happen is You're going to make the post, maybe you message a couple people, maybe you even make a couple posts, but you don't really see yourself getting traction. You're not getting comments, messages, DMs, you're not getting people who are actually signing up for it, and then you start to wonder why. Now, the reason for that is because your audience isn't warmed up, but as you start to wonder why, you start to get discouraged, and you start to think, ugh, this isn't for me, I'm never going to get clients, this is never going to work out, I don't know what I'm going to do, this sucks. And then you either give up and say, I couldn't do it, this doesn't work, you know, they lied to me, I can't make money with this thing, I'm never gonna be able to make money, and then you start to go into this, you know, broke musician spiral, which we don't love, (laughs) or maybe you say, this offer was just wrong, and my audience is stupid, and let me just try something else. So you go back to the drawing board, 
you come up with a new offer and then you do the same thing again. You put that offer out there and you don't get the results and you're wondering, Ugh, why? It must be the offer. Let me try something else that they like. Maybe it's too expensive. Maybe it's too cheap. Maybe it's not good enough. And you just keep adjusting things over and over again really quickly and throwing a bunch of launches out there so you constantly feel like you're quote unquote launching or constantly feel like you're promoting, but you're not actually doing any of it in an effective way that's getting you results. So you might have experienced that before already and you're you're saying, um, thank you for calling me out, Katie, this is true. Or maybe you're not there yet because you are just about to start your business or your new stream of income and you haven't actually even launched anything yet. And so you're thinking, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I don't want that to happen for you either. So that's why we're gonna talk about launching today and how you can do it in a way that is actually effective. So first, let's talk about what a launch actually is. Well, coming from the music industry, we can compare it to a release. So like you guys are familiar with a release. Everyone should be. It's a little bit more obvious of what a launch might be compared to or might look like. And really, a release in and of itself is a launch. But the word launch is going to go beyond just releasing music. So in a release, when you're releasing, let's say, your EP you are going to record your EP, you're gonna create the actual work, then you're going to prepare to release it, you're gonna pick your release day, before you release it, you're gonna promote it, you're gonna talk about it, you're gonna let people know it's happening, you're gonna do the pre-save campaign, um, you know, for going all out, which if I recommend for releases, you'd be doing your press campaign, you'd be getting reviews and interviews and going on podcasts and all of those things. And after the release comes out, you'd continue to promote it for a couple weeks, right? So you can very clearly see how when you're releasing something, um, and we'll say, you know, if you're doing it right, because I would definitely say that there's tons of people out there who still do uh, make the same mistake with releases that they make with launches. And that's they record their thing and then they just plop it out there without any runway, without any work beforehand. And they expect it to do well and it doesn't because again, audience isn't warmed up. Nobody's paying attention. And so yes, that same thing can happen with the release, but most likely you're a little bit more familiar. Um, Either you've done it yourself or you've simply watched other artists have a release campaign where they're very clearly spending, uh, you know, a solid two to four weeks promoting their uh, work before it comes out. So a launch is going to be very similar to that. A launch can be applied to other things though. So like I said, you could consider a release a launch because you're launching your album out to the world. A launch would also be something that you do with a Patreon, coaching program, teaching program, even like a merch line. Um, You could relaunch your whole business. Like people have business launches. Um, so for most other offers that you introduce, you're going to have a launch for it. And a launch basically is just a designated amount of time that you are spending mindfully promoting something with the goal to get people to buy in, sign up, whatever it might be. So when we look at the launch timeline, the launch timeline is going to look like this. First is the idea creation. So first you're gonna come up with whatever it is that you're actually putting out there. So in the context of this episode, we're going to use the example of a coaching program. So let's say you're gonna put together a group coaching program. Well, first you're gonna sit down and you're gonna think about what is this program? What does it look like? What are the offer details, You know, cost, et cetera? What are they gonna get? 
then you're going to decide when you want to launch it. When do you want to put this out into the world and when do you want the program to start? Once you have those dates, then you're going to spend time, honestly, probably around two to four weeks warming up your audience for your launch. So when you're warming up your audience for your launch, that's where you're talking about, you're breadcrumbing the offer, first of all, you're breadcrumbing that it's coming. Then you're also talking about um, educational tips for them based around the topic of your launch, you know, problem awareness content. Uh, we're not talking about those types of content specifically in this episode today, but that's where, again, you're really motivating and moving and engaging your audience to be able to bring them and lead them to the launch of your offer that's eventually going to come. So the type of content that you should be posting should be really relevant to the contents of your offer and what you teach or talk about in your offer. Then you're going to move into your actual launch period. So this launch period is one to two weeks of hard promotion. Usually it's kicked off by what I call a pre-launch event, which is like a webinar or a free challenge or a masterclass or a workshop or some type of special event where you can show up live to your audience and provide immense value and then be able to pitch your offer and have it really flow uh, seamlessly into your offer after they've gotten a ton of value from you and be able to ask you questions both on what you can teach and on the offer itself. So that's what the overview of a launch looks like. So we've got the offer creation phase, the pre-launch phase and social media warm-up, and the actual launch phase itself, which is kicked off by the pre-launch event. Now, the other big mistake that people make when it comes to launching is not planning far enough in advance for it and not really giving themselves enough time to do it right and do it without stress. Because the truth is, if you rush a launch, like you could do the drop, the drop and ghost or what I call the ghost launch. (laughs) So you could do a ghost launch where you just announce it and then you disappear, right? That would be a ghost launch. That would be the worst type of launching that you could do. Then you could do a rushed launch. A a rushed launch would be you commit to taking a week to promote it and you're going to actually launch it, but you're really rushed and you don't plan in advance. So every single day of the launch, you're basically showing up being like, what do I say? What do I post? What do I do? And a rushed launch would likely also look like you not having warmed up your audience beforehand. So you're trying to warm up your audience a ton as it's happening. And as you're selling, you're also um, objection handling and you're also working on their beliefs that are holding the back and you're also telling them why they need it. When in reality, a lot of those things should be handled before you even start your launch or go to sell. So a lot of what you think you should be doing in the launch period, and the launch period specifically is going to be basically you showing up to promote and to sell. That's the focus of it. And it should be easy breezy. Now, obviously, not everyone's going to join. You'll get some pushback. You'll get some objections. Yes. However, you shouldn't be like hustling or scrambling to figure out like, how do I convince them to join? They're just not moving. How do I get them to do it? How do I convince them to do it? And that's why the pre-launch period is so important. So in a rushed launch, you you would have neglected the pre-launch period and you would have been scrambling or would be scrambling during the launch feeling super stressed, showing up each day, wondering what you're going to do. And we do not want that. We don't want that. We want a prepared and planned launch. So how far in advance do you need to start planning your launch? And what does the planning process look like versus how much can you leave some room for magic? 
That is a great question. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about now. All right. So as you can imagine what I'm about to say right now, the answer is that a very big chunk of your launch should be planned in advance. Of course, the offer planning and creation should be done in, in advance. Now, for some offers, you might be able to deliver things live. So for instance, if you're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, you're going to deliver that all line there, live. There's really not much you have to prepare there because you don't have to like record course modules or, you know, make a schedule or anything like that. You're just gonna gonna want to know, um, you know, maybe if there's a link for scheduling or if you guys just pick a regular day, you're gonna want to have those basics figured out, but you don't have to do too much planning in terms of the offer creation and assets go. Whereas something like a course, if you are going to uh, not drip it out and you're just gonna give it to them all at once, that's gotta be prepared before you actually launch. That has to be ready, recorded, good to go before you launch because you have to have the actual deliverable ready for them. So that offer creation phase can take, you know, anywhere from one day or one week to a couple months, depending on exactly what that offer looks like. Now you do have some wiggle room and some overlap here because you can continue to create and record your modules for a course, for instance, while you're, you know, planning your launch and doing press and things like that. Um, but you still wanna make sure that before the actual launch happens and before people are able to buy it, it would be ready, right? So that's the first part of it. Now the second part of it is going to be planning out your pre-launch content. So once you have your launch dates, you're going to decide uh, how long you're launching for, how long you're promoting your pre-launch event, and then which should be around a week or two, and then how long therefore your uh, warm-up is, which should be about two to four weeks, I would say like a solid month before you do your pre-launch event. So let's say you are starting your warm up on the 1st of May, you're gonna warm up all the way through May, that's gonna be your focused warm up phase, and then you're gonna start to promote your free challenge from, I'm just giving you guys what we're doing for out to launch. <laughs> uh, you're gonna start to promote your free challenge from like the 1st of June to the 15th of June, and then you're gonna have your free challenge, and then you're gonna start your launch. Very cleanly and coincidentally, that is what we're doing for our out to launch launch uh, with Brie Noble and I, so that gives you a really solid example to go off. So when it comes to the pre-launch phase, a good portion of that is really social media content and brainstorming, uh, email list content and collaborations and getting yourself out there. So you will need time in advance to make sure that you are planning out your content, uh, you know, doing a brain dump of ideas, putting it in your planner. This is all stuff we teach inside of Out to Launch. So if you're like, I don't know how to figure this out, don't worry. We're gonna be giving you tons of content in the next couple months about it. And of course, this is what we teach inside of Out to Launch in depth and help you actually see through and coach you through it. So you can always join that. So this is the phase where you wanna be putting really great content out there. Again, focusing on connecting with your audience and um, making sure that your content is really tailored to what's coming next, is tailored to your offer, what you're teaching, etc. So for this, I do highly recommend that you plan out your content ideas, but you do want to leave a little bit of room for magic. So for instance, last night I got a DM from someone who was asking about um, if she should separate her Instagrams. She said, I'm going to start vocal coaching and I'm wondering if I should 
you know, just do it all from one Instagram or if I should separate them. And so that question was something I posted on my stories and I said, hey, is anyone else wondering this? And I got a bunch of people who said, yeah, I'm actually wondering the same thing. So I went on my stories didn't plan this, but I went on my stories and I talked about it. And it allowed me to create a piece of content that was a little bit impromptu. Obviously, I didn't plan for it, but it was extremely relevant to my audience because not only did I actually get the question, like, specifically from someone wondering, so duh, it's relevant, but I also asked my larger audience, like, anyone else want to know this? And they said yes. So I was able to work and provide content specifically for what they need right now. Now, I still have my content plan. I still have everything that I have planned, but it allows me to make a little bit of room for any bonus content or additional content that's relevant to what my audience is asking relevant to what my audience needs or wants to know, and also relevant to any things that happen to come up uh, in the world in general, right? Like sometimes we can't predict if there's going to be news that comes out or world events that come out or anything like that that happens um, that you can actually get inspired by or talk about or that might impact your content schedule a little bit. So it is important to leave a little bit of room for magic. I like to plan in advance, but I don't like to plan too far in advance. Like I don't usually schedule things out more than a week in advance because I do want to leave a little bit of room for magic and just make sure that in everything I'm saying, I am most up to date as possible. However, my ideas are sketched out about a month in advance. So I'm not scrambling for ideas to talk about and then end up not posting or not engaging or falling off the wagon or getting really stressed out because I have to come up with something to say uh, or saying something that's not as relevant or as helpful as it could be because, again, I'm scrambling for something to say. So it is important to spend time planning out your content for this pre-launch phase. Now, something that kind of falls into the pre-launch phase and also the launch phase is getting press. Again, we teach you exactly how to do this inside of Out to Launch, but this is one of my favorite ways to really blow up your launch, get more eyes and ears on you, and really to gain that omnipresence that you want. Do you ever listen to podcasts? You know, you have your podcast that you're subscribed to, this one, maybe a couple others, and you notice that the same guest is appearing on a lot of the podcasts, or you keep seeing this person on social media, and then you saw them on a podcast, and then a blog, and now you're thinking, hmm, I should really check that person's stuff out. I'm really intrigued by what they're doing now, and I've, I've heard about it so many times, I feel like I should take that next step and sign up for what they're offering, or, you know, check out their Instagram and follow them or whatever it is. That's what you want to create, especially during a launch period. So you want to make sure that you are getting on podcasts and doing other collaborations to get your name out there, to get your offer out there, and to be able to promote it. Podcasts are seriously my favorite way to grow your audience and to get more press and to get more credibility and authority. So you're going to need time to pitch to podcasts. Podcasts usually book out like a month to advance, sometimes up to three months in advance. Bree and I will talk about this more. We're gonna do a show towards the end of our launch where we talk about how it went basically and like almost audit it for you guys, which is gonna be really, really exciting. But a lot of people that we reached out to and we had a lot of lead time still couldn't book us or it wasn't a right fit based on their programming because they were booked out several months in advance already. So, and obviously when you're launching, you want your episode to come out during a specific time frame in order to best promote the launch. So you need to have lead time here. This isn't something that you can do at the last minute if you wanna get the most out of it. 
you need to have lead time here to be able to really get the most out of your promo period, get on podcasts or blogs or other collaborations with other people in your space that might be able to um, introduce you to their audience and allow you to experience growth in that way. So this is something that, again, you want to be planning out several months before your launch. I would say one to two months before your launch. Two months is really ideal. So you're going to be reaching out and pitching yourselves during that time. You're likely going to be recording during your pre-launch period um, and having episodes come out during your pre-launch period and during your launch period. And that's ideal. And during those periods, depending on when the episode comes out, you'd either be promoting the launch itself and the offer itself, or maybe you'd be promoting your pre-launch event. So if you're doing a free challenge or a webinar or something, you'd be inviting people to join that. Now, you can also have a launch-related freebie. Like, you'll see that Brie and I have our quiz. Um, So, especially early on in our launch, because our free challenge is about a month away already. It's, you know, still got some time there. So we're talking about the free challenge a little bit, but more so we're talking about the quiz because that's going to be what's more relevant to people right now. Easier to get to, faster, (laughs) instant gratification. So we're talking more about that now. So those are things that you want to plan. And I didn't even talk about planning all of those assets. So if you're doing a freebie, you need time to create the freebie opt-in, the freebie itself, the emails after it, and all of that stuff. Um, You know, if you're doing a a pre-launch event, like a webinar, a free challenge, you need to create the opt-in for that. You need to create the emails for that, the welcome emails, whatever email sequence goes after that. You need to create the actual presentation before the event happens, right? So I'm not saying all this to overwhelm you. I'm saying this because you can see these pieces coming together and you can start to see the difference of how much more exposure you can get and how many more lives you can impact when you actually give yourself the time to make that impact, when you give yourself the time to do the planning in advance, and when you give yourself the time to be booked on podcasts and get those collaborations and get yourself out there. And not to mention, the more lead time you give yourself, the less stressed you're going to be. Because if things are done in advance, then you can just show up and do your best selling or talking about the offer, warming people up, things like that. And you don't have to feel like you're constantly working so much behind the scenes to get things ready that you can't show up outwardly to your audience. And that's what we really need from you because before and during a launch, your audience needs to feel connected with you. They need to know that you're there, gonna answer your questions, gonna help them through what they're going through. And so you need to be visible and there during your launch and before your launch especially, which means the back end stuff, you need to give yourself enough time to complete that so that you're not feeling like, You have to abandon social media because you just can't keep up with all of the things on your to-do list. Now, in terms of the actual launch, there's, of course, some assets that you're going to want to have prepared, like your sales or enrollment page. That's something that you'll have to have created before your launch goes live. And as I talked about earlier, the offer itself is going to need to be ready in whatever capacity that looks like. And then it's content, content, content. So there's a lot more to this as well, like... Um, applications and payment links and contracts and having all of those nitty gritty things set up as well. So there's probably like a bunch of sub points that I'm just kind of glossing over in this this episode and that's okay, but I'll just mention it now to say there are those other things that you're going to want to have ready before you actually launch as well. 
which will need lead time. I would say probably like a week or two of lead time for all of those things. But looking at those bigger picture items here, that's what we'll focus on. And um, again, content becomes the next big thing when you're actually launching. You wanna have your sales emails and your sales uh, posts or stories ready to go. And so those are things that you can, like the emails you can schedule in advance, the posts not so much. And this is again where you wanna make sure that you're planning out your ideas in advance. So you're gonna anticipate the objections you're gonna get uh, and you're gonna wanna make sure that you have emails ready to go. However, it's also important during this time to really listen to your audience because you might get some uh, objections or, or questions or feedback that you didn't anticipate or you didn't plan for that you want to address. So like if, you're, if you get even one DM or several DMs about a specific question that you didn't address yet, you wanna like put that on your stories and talk about it. You maybe wanna throw that in an email and address it, right? You wanna make sure that you are staying on the pulse of what your audience wants to know and has questions about during your launch because that's going to most effectively convert your followers and turn them into paying customers or clients or fans if you're able to really clearly address like, hey, I'm getting this question, so let me answer it. Let me talk about it. Or, hey, a lot of you are coming to me saying, I'm not sure if I have the time for this, so let's talk about what the time looks like and how you're getting your time back or, you know, whatever that is. So you want to make sure that, again, during the launch period, you're leaving a little bit of time for the magic. You're leaving time for you to be able to address the concerns or questions of your potential new clients as directly as possible and as meaningfully as possible so that you can get the most results as possible. Because you don't want to just schedule out all of your emails and then you know, you're know you getting questions or you're having discussions on sales calls, let's say, and you're not talking about what your ideal client is actually wondering or actually saying, then those, you know, those emails or posts, they're not gonna convert. They're not gonna actually get through to your ideal client because it's not what they're really wanting to hear or really wanting to know to make them take, take the next step. So to reiterate that this is something where you wanna have your plan, you wanna have your ideas sketched out and maybe even have some of the posts written and scheduled, but you wanna give yourself time and room to be able to have the impromptu post come in or to be able to slightly adjust or change your content if necessary. It's not always gonna be necessary, but if necessary, so that you can be speaking in the most relevant and effective way to your audience. So to recap this episode, you can see that it's going to take you several months to successfully prepare and launch your offer. Now I'll mention that this is gonna vary depending on if it's your very first time launching something or you've done it before. For instance, if this is your very first time, you're gonna wanna spend a solid month in the offer creation stage, doing market research, and then nailing down your offer details and starting to create it if you need to create it in advance like we talked about by recording your course assets, etc. Then you're going to wanna to spend a solid month at least on your pre-launch period. So you'll need some time to sketch out your pre-launch content, maybe a week or two, and decide how that's gonna go, and then a month to actually execute on that. During that month, you're going to start to prepare for your launch, get some press, get yourself out there, and of course, continuing to show up on social media. 
And then you'll spend anywhere from two to four weeks promoting your actual launch. So you might spend one to two weeks promoting your pre-launch event and then one to two weeks after your pre-launch event to promote your actual launch during your cart open phase. So those timelines can vary just depending on how much time you wanna put into it and depending on the offer as well. For a lower level course, you might not need to have your cart open for two whole weeks, but for a group program or a higher level program, you might need to keep your cart open for a longer period of time because likely with a higher ticket, people are gonna need more time to learn more about it. You're gonna have the applications and maybe sales calls. And so you're gonna need more time to actually like execute on that launch and get people in the program. So you can see that already we're at about two to three months to execute that launch. And if you're getting started, it is even good to have some wiggle room because you wanna make sure that the timeline works for you as far as what your actual dates are and that you have more than enough time to um, go ahead and make sure you're getting the results that you want during your launch. Now, if you're relaunching something, you might not need all of that time. And that's where it gets so much easier. So. Let's say I was gonna go relaunch the Audience Builder Bundle, which is a self-paced course that I have. The sales page for that, already done. You know, the, the content for that, already done. Already ready to be delivered. So all I would really need to do if I wanted to relaunch that again is take, uh, look at my calendar, figure out uh, exactly when I wanna launch it, spend about a week launching it because for uh, a course like that at the price point that it is and the access that they get to me, I don't feel like it's necessary to launch it for more than a week. Um, so I would say I'm gonna launch it for one week and then I do wanna make sure that I'm talking about social media and warming them up to the offer for about two weeks beforehand. Now my audience already knows that the offer exists, they've already heard me talk about social media, so this isn't a brand new thing to them. I don't have to create awareness around the offer because they've never heard of it before. Whereas if you're launching something new, you have to start to you know get people used to the fact that something is coming, you're introducing a new offer, this is what it's gonna be about, this is what you're teaching on, You know, here's your creds to talk about this thing. But for an offer that already exists and that already has awareness around it, I don't need to do as much of that work, but I do want to guide my audience in and not be talking about launching. Like, wouldn't it be weird if you heard this podcast and I was talking all about launching, 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 offers, 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 and then I just dropped the audience builder bundle? That wouldn't make any sense, <laughs> right? So we wanna make sure that the content leading up to it makes sense for at least two weeks before that. So I could do that launch in likely two to three weeks. Um, and that's also assuming that I'm going to do a slightly more low key launch without podcasts or press or anything like that, which again is not as necessary if I'm promoting an offer that already has awareness around it and whatnot. Whereas for a new offer or a launch where you really wanna go all in, maybe it's like, I'm gonna launch this once or twice a year and I wanna really, really give it my all for it. Or I'm doing something new and I really, really want people to join it. Um, or even something like Brie and I collaborating where I launched out to launch in January and we're doing it again now with Brie and you can tell we're going all out. This isn't a new offer, but it is new with Brie as part of it. Um, and it is something that we want to go even bigger and better than we did last time. So we're doing it. We're putting in the effort to go even bigger and better than last time. 
So I'm definitely using us in a, as an example because it is very meta. You can literally watch what we're doing to, to see the examples of what we're talking about and learn about like what we're talking about, which is pretty cool. But I wanna hear your questions. So if you have any questions, wins, or takeaways from this episode, as always, go ahead and screenshot this episode Tag me on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi and out to be podcast with your takeaways. And if you have questions, feel free to message me directly on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi. And I cannot wait to hear from you. I'm really excited to hear about the offer that you guys have decided you're going to launch and get your launches in motion. Remember, you need to give yourself enough time to properly plan so that you can sign the clients that you want get as many people in your course as you want, and really be able to see the results of your goals and not just feel like you are lost or constantly scrambling to make ends meet and to be able to see the results and the impact that you know that you can create. You've got this. Bree and I are here to help, and I'll talk to you guys all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezaccardi.com. See you next week.